Hello and welcome to Exum Cinema. I'm your host, Xavier Mustafa, and today we are discussing Season 1, Episode 6 of Gen V. But before we get into this episode, I'm going to my co-host go ahead and introduce himself. Hello there. It is the sensation. Devin Angus here. And how you doing, my good brother? I'm doing fantastic. I could tell you was about to freak out for a minute because you didn't know which... Uh, which podcast we was recording. So you had to look at your face like, which one are we doing? I was like, oh. <laughs> so this is FYI, we are recording three back-to-back podcasts today. We got Big Brother, we got Gen V, and we also got The Challenge. So, um, so yeah. Uh, what did you think of this episode? I thought it was another good episode. This episode was wild. Like, so many emotions. I never felt bad for so many people so many times. But, uh, yeah, this was a good episode. Another one. Another banger. All right. So, last week, we saw our main character, Marie, and her squad. Uh, They learned the truth about Kate. She's been working with Dean Chetty uh, for no telling how long. What? Chetty. That's what I said, Chetty. all right, whatever. Moving on. Shetty. There you go. Shetty, Shetty. Um, uh, and she's, we basically found out that she's been wiping the memory of Golden Boy for a long time, uh, and the, as well as the rest of her friends, uh, basically to keep them away from the woods, which is a top secret prison slash lab that is beneath the school. Now that her betrayal has been revealed, Kate restores the memories she took from her friends who are not happy with her at all. Um, Andre is very, very upset. He now finds himself questioning whether his love for Kate is even real or if it's just my manipulation. But Andre's rage quickly turns to concern when Kate falls to the floor and starts seizing. Turns out Kate pushed her mind control powers too far in restoring her friend's memories all at once, and now she's on death's door. Marie notices her heart rate slowing, and at Andre's insistence, she uses her blood powers to speed it back up, stabilizing her. As Marie and friends try to plan their next move, Kate suddenly wakes up and disappears into the air. Though Kate has has just mind control powers, the soups are confused about what's happening. As they exit the room where they're held up, uh, they find themselves not on campus, but in the forest. It becomes clear that this is all an illusion. And soon they realize it's not just an illusion. Um, as soon as uh, Marie raises her heart rate, she wakes up and disappears. Uh, I think because she did awake her, now she's awake, but somehow it pulled all of them into her mind and she was like, I don't want to wake up. I mean, am I am I wrong here? Or is that what I mean we find it I mean that's what end. I assume. You said what? Yeah we found it out at the end that she would she wanted to stay there. She didn't wanna she didn't want to wake up. She just wanted to she felt so bad about what she has done and what she's done to her friends and stuff like she's that. She was ready to go. And Andre was like, absolutely not. I may not like you right now, but we cool. You know what I'm saying? I, I give a damn. Uh, said, but... 
I mean, I think he was just like, hey, uh, don't kill yourself while we in here, okay? Let us out, and then you can do whatever you need to do. Okay, all right, jumping ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, you're fine, you're fine. Uh, so we're trapped in Kate's memories, and back in the real world, we see Kate Marie Jordan uh, and Andre lying unconscious, all trapped in this situation. Marie Jordan and Andre watch Kate's most traumatic memories play out in front of them. The moment her brother disappeared, Kate, before knowing she had these powers, got mad at her little brother and told him to leave and never come back, and he did exactly that, and now we witness the aftermath. Kate's uh, Kate's mother was freaking out, telling the police officer that she doesn't feel safe around her daughter and asking him to take her away. Uh, Why is this? I'm sorry. I said, they're so messed up. It was. It, it's funny. Like I understand her fear, but at the same time, it's like that's your daughter. But then at the same time, that was your son. It's crazy. Uh, while this plays out, there's another major storyline playing out in the real world. Sam loses his virginity to Emma. With her memories restored, Emma finds Sam in the drive-in theater, and they quickly get get it on. Sam reveals to Emma that he's never done it before and asks her to teach him. Oh, so cute. And Emma does exactly that. And throughout the episode, we see them grow closer than they ever, than ever before. Sam's concerned that he's too crazy for Emma and encourages her to find someone normal, but Emma doesn't want that. She wants him. And who could say no to Little Cricket? Uh, the only thing creepy was when he saw her as the... the the puppet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. While she was like arriving, that was wild. Uh, I was like, ah, this is uh, a little creepy. Back in Kate's head, Marie, Andre, and Jordan fight back feelings of empathy for Kate as they run into a familiar character, Soldier Boy. Dun, 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 dun. Yo, I love the music that they played. Is is the same music from the boys, the his uh cheap Captain America mm. uh knockoff music. I love that. Great touch. We found out that that is her imaginary friend, quote unquote. Ew. <laughs> and he claims he was basically the figure of her sexual fantasies who kept her company in her darkest and most intimate moments. Uh, but Soldier Boy not just is not just here to brag about his conquest. He's here to tell our crew that Kate's brain is still overloaded, and unless they find a way to wake up Kate soon, she will become a vegetable. And as a result, so will they. Uh, but he said, "There's one thing that I need to tell you," and then he gets struck by lightning. That was hilarious. And he was he was dead again. Wait, is he dead in the Boys Universe? Can't remember. No, he's not. He's not. Remember they sleep. Or something. Yeah, they winter soldiered him. Remember? As Marie, Andre, and Jordan are transported from one of Kate's memories to the next, it becomes clear just how messed up Kate's childhood was. They see her as a teenager being locked in her room, uh, which I think is funny that her door was basically like a vault to a uh, a bank vault. Whoa. But it's like these are regular walls, so, I mean, if she really wanted to get out, she can get out. But, okay, whatever. But uh, uh, I, I think it was kind of supposed to symbolize, like, 
it pretty much isn't Godokan. Uh, how they all have, you know, locks on their doors and pretty much a present, but, you know, they don't want to give that away. But, you know, I'll share that with my theory at the end. That, that, that. Um, so her mom refuses to even really look at her or go anywhere near her. Kate is visited in her cell by Dean Chetty. Uh, 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 her room. Her uh, offers her a way to control her powers. A pill she claims will help calm the voices in her head and force her to uh, and focus her to make her manage her abilities. Uh, Shetty seems to be the first person who treats Kate like a human being and even gives her a hug. And now it becomes clear how she roped Kate into working for her by giving Kate the things she most desired most, trust, empathy, and a human connection. We move from Kate's bedroom to God U classroom where Andre watches teary-eyed golden boy, his uh, departed BFF, appear before him. We see the moment Kate and golden boy first met. And as Andre turns to leave, overwhelmed, but before he can go, golden boy looks right at him and stops him from leaving. Uh, the brothers share a tender moment where they confess how much they miss each other, and the golden boy drops a bomb on the crew. Andre and Kate have been sleeping together for years behind Golden Boy's back. Um, did my man have that PowerPoint just like on the ready, or like that was wild? <laughs> that was that was insane scene. But sorry for interrupting. No, no, you're fine. Uh, it seems they're now just in Kate's head, but dipping into their own psyches as well. Andre admits to Marie and Jordan that it's true. He and Kate have been uh, side-chicking it up uh, for a year and had a fair, basically, that they kept from Golden Boy. This is messed up. I, I did not know that. I, I, yeah, I did Dude. not say coming. That is bad. <laughs> That's a bad luck. Oh, your best friend? Come on now. And his best friend? Come on now. That's. Ooh. I'm going to put you on the spot. How many of your BFFs girls you just slept with? Oh, no. <laughs> only one, only one. But it was bad. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's the same. All right, I'll admit that you did. I I, I was in a wait, 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 I wait till they had a break type situation, slid in and then slid back out kind of situation. So wait, yeah, I, don't they were done. Really, I don't know if that really counts. Hold on, yeah, they were done. Yeah, let me add that in. They were not dating at the time. This was years after. Yeah, yeah. I ain't breaking up no happy homes. Yeah, yeah, I ain't breaking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me rephrase it. Yeah, this is way after. I thought you meant like. Uh, yeah, no, not during. Never during. That is, oh god, that's why. I, I yeah, I don't have that that much also, balls. Also, you got the leftovers. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> As our crew re- reels from that reveal, we jumped into now one of Jordan's memories, which is Golden Boy confronting Professor Blink about his resurfacing memories of Sam. Jordan, who happens to be visiting Brink's office when this happens, helps Brink slip a mask over uh, Golden Boy's face and gas him unconscious, landing the job as Brink's TA in exchange for their silence. And now they all start to understand why they're here. Kate's trying to show them that, yes, 
She totally screwed them over. However, they got demons too. They've all been forced to do what they needed to do when they needed to do it. Um, and finally, we find ourselves in Marie's worst memory. And I knew this was coming. Soon as we got, I think soon as we got through Andre's memory and we were going into Jordan's memory, I said, oh, we're going back to that bathroom scene. Wait, wait, first, wait. First, we got Jordan, and then we got Andre. Because the no, Jordan, no, we got Andre first. Wait, what was Andre's memory? The school, the him cheating, him, him yeah, we got, we got Jordan before because Golden Boy. Remember, Golden Boy chased them. Oh wait, no, you're right. No, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Yeah, because Golden Boy chased them into Jordan's memory. That's right. I got him switched. So we get to the moment where uh, Marie had killed her parents. Uh, she finds her sister sitting in uh, her parent, their parents' blood, insisting that she will never forgive Marie and that she is to blame for their death. As Marie tries to convince her sister and herself that she's not the monster, um, they come. They all come face to face with Kate. Kate doesn't want to leave this place. She wants to end her life, but Andre steps up and talks her out of it. He doesn't forgive her, but he still loves her despite himself and certainly doesn't want to see her dead. Kate accepts this, and they all wake up in reality. And now the truth has finally come to light. They know what they have to do. Dean Shetty is up to something no good. And they all have to stop her. The team finally comes together with everything out in the open, and uh, we hop over to God You, where we learn exactly what Dean Shetty has been doing. The research Dr. Cardoza has been doing is not purely academic. He has been using imprisoned soups to develop a virus that is capable of killing every soup on the planet. I did not see that coming. So I'm assuming, this would be my assumption, something mm-hmm. happened with the soup in, in Dean Shetty, and she wants revenge. And all right, that's why she wants to take out all the soups. All right, can I say my theory now? Yep, go ahead. All right. So my theory is that that she lied to all the doctors. And maybe, uh, dang, what's that doc, uh, the guy's name that Golden Boy killed in the first Brick. episode? Brick. Brick. Yeah. Maybe he knew this. Maybe he didn't. But I think Vaught doesn't know about the woods. I think... Which, oh no, Vaughn knows about the woods. No. Because Cardoza is 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 feeding them information. Remember he said my reports are gonna be ready to send the vault? Yeah, and she was like, hold off on that, hold off on that. I don't think they know what's really going on. Oh, now. what's really happening. Right, right, I got you. Yeah. Or or maybe not even what's like there. Because I think that because Dean Shetty did say she had a daughter. So I think a soup killed her daughter and she vowed that that uh you know she gonna wipe it all the soups pretty much. Cause so that's why she probably making this contagious. And uh that's why Vaughn don't know. Cause why would Vaughn want this? They would not want their superheroes getting murdered. Hello, they're trying to make money off of them. Well, especially, I would think they would want a way to take out a soup if they needed to. 
But yeah, I definitely think Shetty's going to do her own thing though. Yeah, and I have another theory that I forgot to mention in last week's episode when Dean Shanti said that she had uh, that uh, Dr. Cardoza said, "Hey, uh, give me Marie. She's the best of blah, blah, everything." And Dr. Cardoza, I mean, and Dean Shanti said. Uh, no, she's off limits. She has a benefactor. I think that same benefactor got her in to Godokin. And I think that benefactor is Gustavo Frank, Moff Gideon, Stan Edgar. Giancarlo Esposito, baby. That is my theory. Because, first of all, A, we've seen him do it before with uh, uh, Head Popper. What's her name? Uh, uh, Victoria. We've seen him taking somebody from Red Red River? Red Run? Red Wood? Red River? What's it called? Red Run? No, Red Red Wood? Red Wood, I think. But whatever the facility was, Victoria was in there. Marie was in there. Uh, I think he's taking her because he sees the potential that she literally can boil someone's blood, potentially. So, obviously, he killed Homelander. Uh, so, uh, I think he's definitely uh, keeping her around because uh, we did find out in the boys that Victoria cannot kill Homelander. So, uh, why not bring in Marie? You know what I'm saying? But those are my two theories. Uh, do you have any rebuts on those? Um, I actually love that theory. I didn't think about that. And it actually works in my mind because, I mean, he would want to have control over yeah. the soups. He's getting back. Are you kidding me? Like, and Victoria did win the battle, but my man's winning the war. He's coming back. He's, he's, he's. No, he's he's definitely coming back, and I think this is the way to bring him in. I think the eighth and final episode will get a maybe not them meeting, but we'll get a little cameo that it was that it was Moff Gideon. He's coming back, just just like in Star Wars. Nobody's doing no Mandalore, and then you find out, and it's like, oh, that's what you're doing. Okay, alrighty. Uh... You want to let people know where they can find you at on social media? Delanza uh, underscore D-A. And you can catch me at Xavier Mustafa on Facebook and on Twitter. You can catch this podcast at XM Cinema on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Make sure you hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this so you get every new episode when it drops. Uh, we will be continuing our challenge coverage. Uh, we will continue our Big Brother coverage, our Loki coverage, our Gen V coverage. We are covering a lot right now. Um, and so, yeah, so make sure you don't miss an episode and until next time, make sure you guys take care of yourselves and each other and may the force be with you. Because this is the way.